lift up your hands because in heaven you will worship Jesus for all eternity. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. When the redeemed of the Lord say so. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. When the redeemed of the Lord say so. Give Jesus a shout of praise if you're redeemed in the house of God today. Hallelujah. 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 Before you're seated, me and a, a, a few of us flew in this morning. We left 2 a.m. from El Salvador. We got in early this morning, and uh, we're so excited to be here. We didn't want to miss church because we love this church so much. We love what God's doing. We'd love to be a part of everything. And... Uh, we still have a team in El Salvador. So many of our brothers and sisters that belong to this church are there right now. So we want to keep them in prayer. They fly out tonight. And I just got to tell you, they were fantastic. I know maybe you're new here today. We, we did a crusade in El Salvador this week and so many things happening. And uh, the team down there was amazing. And there were so many... What touched my heart, there were so many of our Valor students and so many young people that just saw so many miracles for the first time in their life. They prayed for the sick and they saw them recover. I just gotta, I gotta read a couple of these texts. I just wanna, this really touched my heart. So I really just wanna read this for a second because I believe it's powerful. This one young lady that goes to Valor here at this church said this I'm so undone we prayed for this little boy who had never walked because he had no strength in his legs he walked across the field his mom was crying and then she got healed of pain in her stomach too then it continues it says then this lady got free of witchcraft Gained sight in her right eye. Oh, man. I'm not sure if this is like crying emojis, but there's like 800 little crying emojis. And it says, I, I can never unsee what I saw yesterday. New levels, she said. This one girl wrote this to me. I asked her, I said, did you have a good time? She said, fun is an understatement, though. This was a mind-blowing week that I'll never forget. Thank you again for allowing me to come. It changed my life forever. And I will pray for everyone I meet. Come on, let's give Jesus a shout of praise. We had such an amazing team, Pastor Bill, the entire team, uh, our worship team led worship. It was so amazing. And there was, a, and I appreciate everyone here that held down the fort, and especially all the people that prayed. Because there was more spiritual uh, resistance on this trip than I've ever seen. There were so many demonic attacks, and, uh, but Jesus had his way. And we walked in victory through Jesus. And to see what God, there's, there was probably never a crusade we've done with more demonic attacks. But probably a crusade, this was probably the most miracles we've ever seen in one night, ever. We, can't, we haven't even finished recording everything yet. Pastor Alba, come up. Somebody give her a mic. She prayed for this little boy that touched me. I, I don't know if we have pictures. I, we just got here, so I, I'm not quite sure what we got. We but, video. You got the video? So, yeah. Pastor Alba was amazing. <laughs> I felt like I was a lion, but she was like a pit bull. 
I'll tell you what, you don't mess with lions and you definitely don't mess with pit bulls. Come on, somebody. Especially a hungry pit bull. And this girl was starving. Come on, somebody. Two things. Never put your... This should be a message. I don't, I don't have a scripture for this, but don't put your hand in a pit bull's mouth. Oh, this is awesome. So this little boy, this little boy, the mom told me when she approached, I, I, we always ask, we don't know who needs the miracle. So I asked the mom, who needs the miracle? She said, Ham, he's never spoken before. Uh, he he just kind of say the only thing that comes out of his mouth is just just babble and little noises But he has never been able to say a word. So before I lay my hands on him I told the mom uh, And I believe that this was the Holy Spirit leading me to tell her this I said the Lord's gonna heal your son But you have to promise not me him That when God opens this little boy's vocal cords, he's gonna preach the gospel and the mom said, he will. And the little boy started crying. And he, and, and he was like this because he could hear. And that's when I prayed for him. And I felt the part of God come out. So that's when I told him. I said, give me a mic. Give me a mic. This is where you exercise your faith, people. I put the mic in his mouth. And I said, you're going to repeat what I say. Just try to repeat it. And this is what happened. A lot of you don't know, that's Art there. Art, where's Art? Art is amazing on these trips. He does a wonderful job. And uh, that was one of many miracles. Yeah, I, there's so many. I, I got a stack of pages here that we could go over, but it was so powerful. Some things that really spoke to you, Pastor Al, but just tell some people what happened. There was this one lady right before we were leaving. I was telling Pastor Natalie that literally uh, art was like let's go let's go we have to leave i was like hold on hold on i'm just trying to this lady brings her daughter i think it was her daughter or her sister but she was i think you got to see her pastor uh she was literally holding her like you can tell that she was trying to uh hold her down and i said why are you why are you holding on to her she said you don't understand uh she throws herself in the fire she throws herself to try to kill herself. And when she doesn't do that, she tries to hurt somebody else. But she's always trying to harm herself. And it reminds me of the gathering uh, in the Bible, the boy. Remember that boy? And I said, oh, Lord. And then I told her, look at me. The moment she looked at me, she had so many demons I couldn't even count. And Art's like, Pastor Alba, we have to go. I'm like, give me a second. Just give me a second. So I told the, the mom, I said, let her go. And she was scared to let her go because she knew if she let her go, I guess she usually has these, you know. Uh, and I said, let her go. She's going to be okay. So she lets her go. And I said, her, look at me. And I rebuked those demons in the name of Jesus. They came out. And she got slain on the spirit like somebody threw her. And she was free. She was free. It was powerful. AJ, come here. I got to tell you, so you, you know, you hear the miracles from the pastoral team. But, uh, you know, we all have authority as a believer. And what really spoke to me this trip was just so many people that go to our church that may not even be in a leadership role. We're seeing miracles, signs, and wonders. And... So AJ, if you don't know, you know, he helps me out. So he, he always helps me out. So he's always serving me and helping me. And um, so we have people lined up coming. And it's, it's a few of us up on stage, Pastor Deidre and Pastor Alba and myself and uh, maybe one or two others. And so many people are there. So there's, there's this line that just it never ends. And when you think it gets near the end, it just more and more people come up for prayer. And so one thing that we've always prayed for and we've seen so much is blind eyes open. 
And so we, there was this, uh, was it a boy first? So there was a boy that came, and uh, he was blind. And, uh, and so I said, all right, AJ, help me. We're just going to pray. So AJ prayed. I prayed with AJ. And then I said, hey, I said, AJ, make sure you check when he gets healed. So I just moved on. So, because there were so many people. So I said, AJ, just start praying. So AJ prayed for one blind boy, and he got completely healed in the name of Jesus. <laughs> AJ, are you a pastor? No. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> well, then... It just keeps happening. So we have all these people. So AJ's now praying. So AJ prays for a blind boy. Then who was next? A blind man. And he came right to AJ. They walk him right to him. So AJ prays for him. And he gets his sight. So at this point, AJ's two for two with blind people. Come on, somebody. Then a blind woman comes up, number three. And I said, AJ, this is yours. Come on, somebody. AJ prayed for her again, or prayed for her, and she got her sight. AJ prayed for three people. They all were blind, and they all got their sight back. If that don't make you shout, I don't know if you're alive. So we're in the car heading to the airport, and AJ said, maybe I'll do my own crusades now. And he said, Pastor Brian, you can open up prayer for me at my crusades. Nah, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Pastor Brian, can I share about Yeah. So I just want to share real quick. Um, so something that, that it noticed to me when, when we were praying for that boy and he got healed, I... I, I immediately remembered the story of Matthew chapter 8. It's the beginning of the chapter when Jesus healed a leper. So what I remembered about it is that I'd heard this story described many ways, many times by different people. And um, one of the times they had said how Jesus, when he healed the man, the man had faith and he believed that he could get healed if Jesus would only do it. And Jesus did it, but when he did it, he reached out to him and touched him. So when he touched him, Jesus could have healed him just with a word. He didn't have to touch him. So when he touched him, he touched him. And, um, and not only did he heal him from being a leper and cleanse him, but he healed his heart too. Because lepers back in those days, you couldn't be around people. You couldn't, you haven't, you couldn't touch nobody. No one could touch you. So you were like, he hadn't had a touch of a human being, that affection for probably so long that Jesus healed his heart at that moment. And healed him more than what he was asking for, he healed him even deeper. So when this boy, the first little boy that we prayed for, when we prayed for him and then he was healed and he could see, we started asking him, like, what could he see? Like, Pastor Brian said, let's make sure we got to keep exercising the faith and make sure that they, that they believe it and that they, they do something that you have never done before. Say something that you never said. See something that you never seen. So he, he started calling out um, different people's T-shirts, the colors, the, the words on him and stuff like that. But when he was doing it, I believe it was me. I think Art was there. If not, it was Jimmy. It was a couple, it was so much stuff going on. Like Pastor Brian said, so many miracles happened all at the same time. And we were like celebrating with this little boy because we're happy for him that he was calling out the colors of the shirts and the words. And he was getting happy. So I seen that. At first, we told him to do numbers. And his mom had mentioned to us, oh, he doesn't, he has um, learning disabilities. So he doesn't really know his numbers at the moment. And then we're like, okay, so then when we started doing the colors, he, he, he knew those, and he started calling out the colors. And when we were celebrating for him, I seen just so much happiness in him. Yes, he got his miracle, but he was happy because his learning disability that he, that he probably has, he was succeeding in it, and we were celebrating with him, so he was just getting super happy. So, yeah. Come on. Come on. Tell AJ, AJ's praying for the woman, and as he's praying, this was my favorite part. AJ told me her tears began to, he was praying 
He prayed for her eyes. She got her sight, and she says, my stomach's hurt. And so AJ put his hand on her hand on the stomach, and her tears were covering his hands. And he says, I'm never going to forget those tears on my hand. And he goes, that woman left pain-free. Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Come on, give AJ a big hand clap. Pastor, can I share something really quick? You know how you were saying that there were miracles happening everywhere. That reminded me of when there's a scripture in the Bible where it says that Jesus would go into towns and he would heal them all. There were so many miracles happening on the floor, on the ground, happening on stage. Everywhere you turned, I would look at the media team. They can barely keep up because there were so many. Like our pastor said, I think they're still trying to uh, collect every single miracle because there were so many miracles. And I believe that yesterday that literally happened before our eyes that everyone that we was there received their miracle. And that is powerful because our Jesus was in action yesterday, healing setting the captive free and we will see it here in Jesus name stay here there was one girl and uh, it was pretty powerful I think Vanessa was with me and uh, the girl uh, had messed up her arm and she had they had to put metal in her arm and it was causing great pain and so we uh, we prayed for that God would remove the metal and be able to grow bones where there was metal because it destroyed so much of her bones. They had to put so much metal in her, in her arm. Now, this is happening so fast, so you just got to. And so we pray for that. And I said, can you, does your arm feel better? Because the metal was causing so much pain. And we prayed for her. And next thing you know, her arm was feeling, she said, I have no pain right now. And I said, I want you to do this. I said, go to the doctor, get an x-ray. I believe there's not going to be any metal in your body anymore. And I believe God's going to grow back a bone. Come on, somebody. Hey, I believe he's able. I don't know about you. The Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he did it then, he can do it now. I think, Pastor, that that happened a lot yesterday. I prayed for a few people, and as you're sharing, I didn't know, and R was sharing as well. I think one of the things that happened yesterday, the anointing poured out so strong in healing that I ended up praying for certain people, let's say for their stomach. And as they were being healed for that particular thing they mentioned, then, not that they forgot, but then they would, they would realize, wait a minute, I also had pain in my head or my knees. And the Lord was just healing everything, even though they were not mentioning it. Isn't that powerful? There was this mom that brought up this little girl that had a, she said she has a ball on her neck. And uh, she said, it, it, it's bad. And she goes, I don't know if it was cancerous. I don't know what it was, but it was like a tumor on her neck. And uh, so me and AJ were there and we were just talking about this on the, the way here. And uh, I went to grab like this ball she was talking about. And I was praying, Jesus, heal her, remove it. And I kept looking for it. She had a lot of hair, like Alba, you know, like a lot of hair. And um, sometimes you get lost in the hair. Come on, somebody. And I was looking for it. And I was like, man, I was like, AJ, do you, do you see this ball she's talking about? I said, I don't see anything. And AJ's like, I don't see anything. And so I said, well, the ball's gone. I said, you can, uh, I said, you can exit the prayer line this way. Come on, somebody. He's a miracle-working God. That's powerful. That little baby uh, was born with a condition that the head was enlarged. And um, as we were praying for her, her head started shrinking. I felt it shrinking. The mom could not believe it. The mom could not believe it. There was a little... I think a little sister, she saw, she started crying. It was just powerful, powerful. That was 
the first person Alba prayed for on Friday night. We were still up on stage, yeah. and we were barely done preaching, and I said, I have to go. I have to go pray for that baby. Now, now you got to understand, at this point, just so you understand, we did a, a Thursday kids outreach in a very poor village. We called it the Kids Crusade, but it was more of an outreach, and, uh, you know, we were blessing kids, and we gave them food, and we had bounce houses. These kids never even seen a bounce house. It's a very poor community, and uh, they were just loving it. I mean, loving it. Our team was just loving on them, and they played games and, I mean, all sorts of stuff. And uh, they've never seen stuff like this. Such a poor community. And these kids were so touched. And Pastor Katie and all the team there prayed for so many of these kids. What's amazing is so many of them received the baptism of the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. It was awesome, and they were just so blessed. But the whole week, we were just, I mean, it was a lot of opposition. And the enemy definitely didn't want it to happen because the first night, I mean, it started raining and raining. And, and you, have to, you have to preach the time you got to preach because, you know, there's no lights. This stadium's a big stadium, but they would not turn the lights on. So that was one of the things, like, we had to, like... Once it got dark, it got dark. So you had to make it work. So me and Pastor Alba, we start the whole thing, and it's pouring down rain. And she's like, are you going to My pre-? hair. I mean, she goes, she goes, she whispered to me, let's stay under the canopy. And I said, come on, we're going we're gonna to walk out here and get soaking wet in the name of Jesus. And we did. We did. She's like, I'm wearing my dress shoes. I said, hey, I'm wearing boots. Let's roll with it. Out of all days, we were both wearing dressy shoes. I was just praying, Lord, don't let us live. It is pouring down rain, and we are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Yeah. Pastor, you know what? I don't know if you know this, but talking about opposition, I did. I don't know if you know or they share this with you, but Thursday, the team said that before we got there, there was a man that was a, 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 a witch, I guess, and he went into the field and he was pouring salt on himself and all around the field doing his whatever voodoo things. And then Friday, he did the same thing. But then one of our team members kicked him out. Hallelujah. <laughs> and Saturday, he didn't show up. That's why the glory of God fell. So we won. That reminded me of what our pastor uh, Natalie mentioned, that the iron fist of God was going to break the ground. And it happened. It happened. Because Friday night when it was raining, people, I mean, it wasn't like raining like sprinkles. No. It was pouring down rain. I know that's strange to imagine here in California, but it was pouring down rain. And so I said, we just kept preaching. And I said, I said we're just going to keep preaching. And eventually it died down. And... Uh, but it was amazing what God did that night. There was, so, there was actually a woman that Katie pointed me out. Katie called me over and said, pray for this woman. She was an older woman. She was deaf. And I prayed for her. And we prayed. And instantaneously, her ears popped open. And she heard for the first time in her life. And she was crying. It was, it was amazing. So many miracles. So many miracles. And it was, yeah. Pastor Alba, I, I got I to show some pictures. I know we have some stuff. Stay up here with me, Pastor Alba. You can help narrate this. And uh, so I got some of these testimonies. We'll go through some. So they went out on the streets and evangelized. And there was just so many things God was doing. There was a blind woman. I don't know if you have that picture. Do you have it, Allie, or no? Yeah. This is the woman. So that's Yehida, and I believe that's Deidre, because of the red hair, I assume that was her. So, and uh, it, this, says, it says that she could only follow the sound of the voices. She couldn't see at all. And they prayed for her, and she ended up receiving her sight, and God just moved supernaturally. Hallelujah. It was so amazing. You could be seated. It was so amazing to see God use so many it wasn't just one or two people being used it was our entire church 
And it was amazing to see 18, 19, 17-year-old kids being used for the glory of God. I loved it. They kept coming up to me and said, I will never be the same. Jesus changed my life. It's amazing how it changed their life more than the people they were praying for. It was awesome to see. And I believe that uh, this anointing is on this house. Let me just read a scripture out of Psalm 2. And I, I, I promise I won't preach too long today. But I do have something I want to share. Don't leave, Alba. I didn't. <laughs> i tell you what. Alba missed Pastor Remy. Every day she says, I miss my man. That's love. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. I miss Pastor Natalie. I'd FaceTime her every night. And I said, can we talk? She goes, I'm busy. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I said, well, can we make, at, least have, can I at least have five minutes? She goes, I'm busy. There's two kids crawling around here. Unless you're going to give me some help, I'm busy. Come on, somebody. I said, well, I'll talk to you later then. Amen. It says, ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. There's an anointing. I just want everybody to lift your hands just where you're at. God showed me this very clearly on the plane ride back. That there's an anointing on this house for the nations of the world. And everyone here has a part to play in it. That there's an anointing to reach the world for Jesus Christ. There's an anointing to possess nations. There's anointing to see lives changed and transformed for the glory of God. Yes. And you are a part of that. And I declare it may get in your bones. Everyone that gave, everyone that sowed, everyone that prayed, everyone that was a part of this. You are a part of this. And we declare it in Jesus' name. And everyone say amen. Amen. Come on, let's give Jesus a big shout of praise. I just got to celebrate everything he did. He was too good to us. He was too faithful to us. He was on time. He was right on time. He wasn't late. He showed up in power and authority. He did what only he could do. He is the God of the impossible. God, I just got to celebrate today that a church in Whittier, California, not the biggest church in LA, but a church that has a fire for God, sent a team to Santa Ana, El Salvador to see the gospel preached, to see lives changed, to see people healed, delivered, and saved for the glory of God. Can I get a loud amen? God put a scripture in my heart all week. I was telling Al, but all week, God just couldn't get this scripture out of my heart. So I want to share it with you. It's out of Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into them and dine with them and he with me. And God just kept repeating that in my spirit. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into them and dine with them and he with me. And God said, I want you to tell Santa Ana. I want you to tell the people of Santa Ana. I'm standing at the door of their heart and I'm knocking. And if they will hear my voice through you and Pastor Alva and they will let me in, I will come into them and dine with them and he with me. I want you to understand something here today, that we serve a God that is able. We serve a God that is knocking at the door of your heart. We serve a God that can heal, deliver, set free, do the impossible. Everyone jump to your feet real quick. We're going to do a little something different today.
If you need a miracle, wave your hand right now. We don't want to miss this moment. Wave it. You need a miracle. I don't care what it is. If you need a miracle, get down to the front now. We're going to pray for you. Hurry, get down. Hurry, get down. Line across the front. Get down here. There's an anointing for this right now. If you need a miracle, we're fresh off this season. Get down here. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Move your neighbor. Push them aside. I don't care if you're in the balcony. I don't care where you're at. Get down here. Line up. Line up, line up, line up. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into them and dine with them and he with me. Come on, if you need a miracle, get down here. I don't care what it is. I'm not going to wait much longer. This is your moment. If you're... We're going to give people more time. There's people coming from the upper deck. We want to give them more time. Get down here. Get down here. He's a miracle working God. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a savior. He does the miraculous. Lester Sumrall gave a definition of what faith is. And I use it all the time. Faith is simply trusting God. Faith is simply trusting God. Everyone here in front that needs a miracle, lift your hand. And I want everyone that doesn't, you stretch your hands towards them. Everyone's going to be a part of this. Come on, stretch your hands. Let's begin to intercede for everyone that needs a miracle up here. You're worthy, God. You're worthy, God. Pastor Alba's going to pray corporately, then I'm going to pray right after her. Lord, we just come before you right now knowing who we are and whose we are. Father, and we declare right now, and we speak and we speak forth, the stripes of our Savior Jesus over your people right now. Lord, we plead the stripes of your Son right now. Lord, and we trust you. We trust you. We trust you. We're speaking, Father God, knowing who you are. Lord, we know you're almighty. We know there's nothing impossible for you. We know that you don't change, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. So right now, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we come against every infirmity, every sickness, every tumor, every stomach uh, condition, every, every tormenting spirit. We come against you right now and we declare and we speak trusting the Almighty, knowing who we are with the anointing of the Holy Ghost, with the healing power, and let the virtue of Jesus flow in this place. In the name of Jesus, we declare healing over your life, healing over your mind, healing over your body, healing over every single part of your body right now. We declare you whole in the name of Jesus. Receive it, receive it, receive it in Jesus' name. He's passing by. Don't let him pass you by. We declare the power of Jesus Christ. We don't declare our own power, but we declare the power of Jesus. And we declare that he is touching you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. We declare that arteries are being cleared. We declare that heart conditions are being healed. We declare that cancer is gone in the name of Jesus. We declare that fear must go in the name of Jesus. We declare the power of the almighty God here in this room today. We declare the miracle working power for finances, resources, wayward sons and daughters. 
We declare the power of God. Pastor Alba is going to begin to pray. Some of the pastoral team, lay hands on these people and begin to pray. He's a miracle working God. 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 He's a miracle working He's a miracle working
testimony is powerful so come here mom come and tell me what was his problem with his eye he had um, two retina detachments in his eye so he lost a lot of his vision so he can't see far barely a little bit the doctor said he's like blind in that eye so he's only seeing from one eye so from that one eye he could, he's practically blind he can't see you guys want to see what the Lord did okay Jesus, all the glory! So, um, you guys had prayed over the prayer cloth, and I had gave one to him, and we've been praying, and he comes every night, and he says, Mom, pray for me. And he takes a prayer cloth, and he puts it over his eyes, and we pray every night. And then we came today, and he's healed. His healing was waiting for him, hallelujah! Let's rejoice, church! He's moving! 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 Right now, every head bowed, every eye closed. If you need to rededicate your life to Jesus or give your life to Jesus for the first time, he's standing at the door of your heart and he's knocking. And I want you to open that door. I pray that you don't hear my voice. I pray that you hear the voice of Jesus. I hear him knocking with his nail-pierced hands. And he said, if you'll let me in, if you open the door, I will come into you and dine with you and he with me. With every head bowed, every eye closed, if you need to rededicate or give your life to Jesus, just lift your hand high right now and say, it's me. I got to do that. I got to get right with Jesus. Pray this prayer with me, everyone. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I'm opening the door of my heart. I want, I'm inviting you in. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Come on, let's give Jesus a shout of praise. Come on. Come on, let's give him one more shout of praise. We're going to keep praying for people. Come on, aren't you grateful he's a miracle-working God? Come on, aren't you grateful he's a miracle-working God? Come on, just a little bit more. As they continue to pray, I know we've got some other things to do, but come on, Judah, help us out just a little bit more. If you're in here, keep interceding right now. We'll give it just a few more moments. Come on, give us something to praise with.
At this church, we always want to be sensitive. We always want to let the Holy Ghost take his place and allow the Holy, Holy Ghost to move. Amen? And so that's why we allow the altar to get full and we take the time with everybody who needs a miracle because when we read about Jesus, that's what he did. He didn't just go preach to the multitudes. He healed everybody. He took time. He even said, suffer not the little children and let them come unto me. So we allow these moments. If you're new here today, and maybe this is the first time you've experienced, I just got to welcome you to revival. I got to welcome you to a place that doesn't worry about what this is or what that is. We just want the Holy Ghost to move. We want miracles to break out. We want the people to see that God still heals today. Amen. Can I get an amen, church? Just a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. 
intercede for somebody's miracle right now. We have a testimony. I just want to share it. Um, I, I've had a, a pain in my jaw, and, and um, it was a lump getting pretty big, and I was starting to worry about it, and uh, it's gone. And I feel no pain. <laughs> I feel no pain, and, and it's gone. <laughs> She's pain-free, and the lump is gone. That's the Jesus we serve. Come on. That's why we tarry. That's just a, a Pentecostal word for wait. That's why we tarry, because somebody might have a miracle that's about to break out. We don't want to rush it. We don't want to push through stuff, because we serve a God that will take the time to meet somebody in the middle of their mess for a miracle, that will stop her possession for a funeral for one person that's crying out for him. Can I get an Amen. So I'm grateful we get to experience things like this. I'm grateful we get to just tarry in the presence of God. I'm grateful that we get to experience blind eyes opened here and blind eyes open there. I'm grateful we got to see a young man stand up on this stage and say, I couldn't see out of that eye, but now I do. I was blind, but now I see. I'm grateful to hear about a woman that walks up on this platform and says, I've been riddled with pain and now I'm not. I'm grateful I stuck around to see stuff like this. Amen? It's an encouragement to my soul. Very quickly, ushers, make your way down. Because there's nothing like sowing into the kingdom of God so more miracles can break out. More souls can hear the gospel. As the ushers come down, you know, we have child dedications that are coming up. You know, people will often say it takes a village to raise a child. I believe it takes a church to raise that child right. And one of the greatest things you can do as a parent is to say, God, what you've blessed me with, I want to return back to you. And so I, on child dedications at our 11 a.m. service, this service, parents get to present their children the greatest gifts in their life. They get to present it back to the Lord to say, Lord, my child belongs to you no matter their age. If you've never had an opportunity to dedicate your child, whatever the age is, we want you to sign up. Let us know that you would want your child dedicated. If you have questions, just let us know. We'll want to answer all of your questions. And that will be on Mother's Day. How many of you are grateful for your mamas? So we'll be celebrating Mother's Day with child dedications that Sunday at our 11 a.m. service. But you now as we get ready to receive this morning's tithe and offering. I just wanted to read this scripture because it, it speaks to my heart of what we're doing in LA and what we're doing around the world. It says this, Paul writes this, eager to maintain the unity. How do we do what we do there and how do we do what we do here? Because there's unity. I don't give just to see LA saved. I give to see the world saved too. I don't see, I don't give just to see your miracle. I see, I give to see Miracles all over. I give so that my daughter who's 16 can go to the missions field and see what we're seeing here and to see there that God just, does, just doesn't move here in LA. He moves all over the world. This is a cause I want to give to. And so we maintain that unity and we do that not just by praying, not just by attending, but we do so by sowing and we do so by going. Amen. So I sowed to see somebody go. But I'm just as much a part of every miracle that took place this week as they were. And so are you because of your faithfulness. Amen. So would you help me bless the tithe this morning as we get ready to give. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you that you're a miracle working God yesterday. You're a miracle working God today. And tomorrow when I wake up, you'll be a miracle working God too. I don't need to just wait for this or that, Lord. You are a miracle working God. And so, Lord, in the unity of the Spirit, for there is only one God. There's only one Savior. There's only one faith. 
It is in the name of Jesus Christ. So we sow in that name, and we ask that your name would be glorified here and around the world. Lord, we love you, and we thank you for the opportunity to give back to you this morning. It's in your powerful and precious name. And the whole congregation shouted amen. Amen. Come on, shout amen. Come on, ushers, would you receive the morning tithes and offering? Come on. As the ushers go by, we're so grateful that you're here this morning. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget we have our 6 p.m. Taking Back Sunday night. So we'll be right back here at 6 p.m. God bless you. Thank you so much. We love you.